Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of Relationship Radio. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing itstartswithattraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to itstartswithattraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. Why in the world would a wife cheat? I mean, don't you think about that as being something that men do? But wives do it as well. You want to know why? Well, we'll tell you all about it in this episode of Relationship Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Bean. This is Kimberly Holmes, our CEO. And Kimberly, in the last episode of Relationship Radio, we talked about why men cheat. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about women here for a few minutes. Why do women cheat? Many years ago, when I was still living a pretty rough lifestyle myself, uh, Alice and I were divorced at the time before we remarried each other. And occasionally I would go drinking at a particular bar in Augusta, Georgia, which is the area where I lived. And because I had trouble with alcohol back in those days, typically my brother Greg would go with me to make sure that I got home alive. I remember one night being there, sitting there, when Greg and I were drinking, he he had a scotch that he nursed all night long. He just did that to make sure I didn't get in trouble back in those days when I was drinking. And I was drinking a few beers. And there was a table sitting right next to us, or two ladies, I should say, sitting at a table right next to us. And and um, they were probably 35 or 40 years old. They were not the young 20s. And one of them said to the other, let's go to this other club. And then she said this, and the first man who tells me he loves me Mm. can have me. And then they got up and they walked out and they left. I've never forgotten that Mm. because I thought even then they were not looking for sex. Mm -hmm. They were looking for something else. Yeah. Connection, acceptance, love, looking to feel loved. Even if the guy, if she knows he's lying, Mm -hmm. as long as he says, I love you, then she was willing to go to bed with him. And so women, are there some women that are just very, very sexual women? Yes. Are there some women that would cheat because of that reason? Yes. We had a, a couple come to one of our workshops a few years ago where she had been invited by one of her friends to go to the sex club in a city where they lived. And that night she had sex with three or four men she didn't know. And she found it quite exciting. And she came back and told her husband that they were going to start going to the sex club. He said, no, I, I will not do that. So she divorced him. So she could go and hang out in the sex club. So there are women who are looking just for sex. But in our world, we don't see many of those women. The women that we see that get involved in a sexual relationship either starts altogether as a friendship or may start by some high opportunity, low involvement sex with somebody because she was mad or she was getting vengeance toward her husband or she was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. But even then, unless guilt propels her out of that, sometimes you'll actually pursue that guy to develop a relationship. Mm-hmm. So what are you hearing me say? I'm, I mean, I'm hearing you say that it's, they want to feel accepted. They want to feel loved. And so they can, that's what they're seeking. That's what they're trying to justify their behavior in doing. Mm-hmm. And so if uh, a wife cheats on her husband, then in all likelihood, it's because of the fact that she has developed a relationship with another person. Mm -hmm. So 
why do you think she allowed that to happen? Because there was something that she felt was lacking in the marriage. Such as? Intimacy. Feeling like she was, like her husband cared about her, wanted to hear about her day. Um, the intimacy was probably gone or low. The passion, probably the same. And so she wanted to feel loved again, appreciated, wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's why typically, now I'm not saying it can't happen, obviously it does, but that's why typically it would not be an immediate sexual event. Mm. It would be an event of, let's just talk. I know one woman I talked to several years ago, and she continued on with this emotional affair for a period of years. Never kissed the guy. But she would she would sneak away. They would meet each other and sit in a car up on this cliff kind of thing, looking over the city sort of thing, and, and talk. And she would open up her heart and all those kinds of things. Now, other people sometimes saw them together, and other people began to spread rumors that she was having an affair. She swore up and down that I've never even kissed the guy. But she was very much connected to him through the emotions. Mm-hmm. Now, interestingly, she still loved her husband, but... She loved this guy a whole lot more. Mm. So what happens out there is this. If you have a wife who is, who is cheating on her husband, unless she has some kind of a pure sexual motive, like maybe uh, almost like being uh, a nymphonia, is that how you pronounce that? Am I saying it right? Nymphomaniac? Not 100% sure. Yeah, I'm not, I, I can't believe I said a word I don't know how to pronounce, <laughs> but I have to look it up. Unless she's suffering for somebody like that. Mm-hmm then women tend to cheat because of the fact that some emotional fulfillment Mm -hmm. is taking place that was not occurring in the home. Mm -hmm. So does that make it justifiable? No, but you can begin. No, it doesn't make it justifiable. You can see though, how it leads to there being that gap, that opening, that vulnerability in her that let it to happen. So do you think she sees it as justifiable? I do. I do think that during, at the time, she sees it as that. I'm thinking about one of the couples that we've worked with who now are are part of our team. And she's the one who had the affair. Mm-hmm. When I was interviewing her to talk a little bit more about her story, because all I had really known was she had had an affair, left her husband, mm-hmm. you know, they divorced, they got back together. But when I was talking to her more about it, she told me a little bit more about the relationship and just saying, you know, I had felt controlled. I had felt like my husband was working all the time and wasn't there. We weren't connecting. We weren't having these deep conversations. And so that's what I found in this other person. That's what led me to leave. And so in her mind, she had not only justified it, but justified it so much that she was willing to leave her whole family and her children to go and be with this other guy. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the way that that ended was it, it was not the grass being greener on the other side, like she thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. And she ended up coming back to her marriage. But but part of what had to happen for them to restore their marriage and reconcile and remarry was the the emotional bond, the intimacy, that fulfillment being there. And so that's that's key. At the time, yes, I think it's easy to justify. Mm-hmm. But overall, does it justify the behavior? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. And is it something that can be rectified in the marriage saved? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was speaking once for a church. It was a rather large church, and it was a several-night event. Like It started Sunday morning, and 
It was also Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. And we had big crowds every night. And on the last night, when I had finished speaking, I went to the back of the uh, of the auditorium there, and the minister's wife signaled me to follow her to the to the hall. I did. Then she asked me to step into the minister's office with her, and I did. And she started telling me that she was having an affair with a guy that ran a gas station a few blocks from the church. And and so she wanted me to understand how it had happened. She would stop by there to buy gasoline, and he would come out to pump it for her rather than her pumping it. And they got to talking, and then it finally evolved into where that she would hang out for another fifteen mm-hmm. or thirty minutes at the gas station, just talking to this guy who owned the gas station, and he had other people working, so they could talk pretty much uninterrupted until finally that evolved into a full fledged affair. Now she was feeling contrition about it. I guess the fact that we were having a church revival was affecting that. Mm-hmm. But she was also pretty defiant mm. about, uh, so it was, a, it was a mixture of guilt, like, I know this is wrong, I shouldn't be doing it, along with defiance of, but by golly, I deserve it. Mm. Because my husband never has any time for me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, as Kimberly mentioned already, we don't justify by that. We don't justify why people do what they do, but we do try to understand Okay, so give a message both to husbands and wives right now about how to prevent that from happening. Mm, Okay, so husbands, the way that you prevent your wife from having an affair is by making sure that you are aware and tending to her emotional needs and emotional fulfillment. How do you do that? You do that by asking her about her day, spending time with her, not just quantity time or not just quality time, but also quantity time by asking to help with things that you can help with in her life, whether she's a stay-at-home mom or not, but just show her that you care through your words and through your actions. And that can help to keep your wife from having an affair. Women, how do you keep yourself from having an affair? If you begin to see that you don't feel emotionally fulfilled, Talk to your husband about it in such a way that you're not just blaming him or attacking him, but in a way that you can say, this is how I've been feeling and here, here's what I, here's what I need. Could we do more of this together? Could we spend more time together in the evenings, have dinner together, whatever that might be to begin to to create that emotional bonding and fulfillment again? Because I believe a lot of times what happens is women just say, well, he should know. He doesn't know. You got (laughs) to tell him. You need to tell him in a loving way what you need. So, Kimberly, what about the women who feel they've done that? I've told him what I need, and he still ignores me. Yeah, that's a difficult situation to be in. Um, Do it. Tell him again, but try and do it in a way where he might be most likely to hear you. What do I mean by that? Maybe assess how you did it in the past. Did you did you approach him at the right time? Um, did you say it in a way that he could understand? Or did you say it in a way that maybe he got really defensive about it? And because he got defensive, it, it was something he wasn't willing to do. How can you have the, the conversation in such a way where you say, I've been feeling, using those I statements, I've been feeling disconnected from you. Maybe bring him in on it. What can we begin to do together so that we can feel more connected and make that plan together as a way that you're, you're also helping make it his idea along the way? Yeah, if you possibly can. And if worse comes to worse, if you find yourself being tempted and your husband's still not listening, 
Now, be careful about doing this. I'm not saying that this is necessarily the best way to do it. I'm giving you an option is when you can actually sit down with your husband when there's time, no distractions, no TV, no children, and say, I'm beginning to think a lot about this guy I met at the mall the other day. I need to talk to you about that. Now, again, don't lie. Don't make it up. And if you think your husband's going to absolutely freak out and not understand, then it's not a good approach. But if you think he's just not listening because he's not getting it, and if what I'm talking about, that kind of scenario, is something that really is happening, that might be the very way to get his attention. But understand that uh, he also may at that point go into panic mode. So you might want to call and talk to us before you do that so you can know what to do mm-hmm. if indeed he goes in panic mode. Mm-hmm. Kimberly, we've talked about people here uh, trying to keep an affair from happening, but sometimes affairs have already occurred. Mm -hmm. We've had great success over the years in helping people get past that, make their marriages good, solid, strong again. Mm -hmm. We thank all of you who are watching or listening to our podcast. We need your support in the sense that you subscribe, that you tell other people about us, because we want to help save a million marriages. And if you choose to be an ambassador telling people about us, how to find our website, how to find our podcast, how to look for the help that we offer, then you can help us help others. And if you need that help, please contact us because we care. We honestly, genuinely care. Thank you.